الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأسلم وأصلي وأسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد قال الإمام شيخ الإسلام محمد وحاب رحمه الله تعالى باب ما جاء في المصورين باب ما جاء في المصورين ثم ذكر رحمه الله تعالى عن أبي هرت رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الله تعالى ومن أظلم ممن ذهب يخلق خلقي فليخلق ذرة أو ليخلق حبة أو ليخلق شعيرة ثم قال رحمه الله ولهم عن عائشة رضي الله عنها أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أشد الناس عذابا يوم القيامة الذين يضاهون بخلق الله ولهما عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول كل مصور في النار يجعل له بكل صورة صورها نفس يعذب بها في جهنم ولهما عنه مرفوعا من صور صورة في الدنيا كلفا أن ينفخ فيها الروح وليس بنافخ والمسلم أنا بهياج قال قال لي علي رضي الله عنه ألا أبعثك على ما بعثني عليه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ألا تذر صورة إلا تمستها ولا قبرا مشرقا أو مشرفا إلا سويته Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad Wahab rahimullahu ta'ala <coughs> He mentioned in this uh, uh, 61st chapter I believe of Kitab uh, al-Tawheed and that is Babu Maja'a Fil Musawwirin and that is that which uh, has come yani from the Nusus, from the, the Quran and the Sunnah from the legislation pertaining to uh, the picture makers yani the punishment for the picture makers, those who make pictures. Now, and regarding this uh, chapter, we're going to deal with uh, a muqaddama, an introduction. And that is that in this heading from Shaykh al-Islam, Muhammad al-Wahhab, before mentioning uh, the text and the hadith and athar that he mentions, we mentioned this muqaddama, and that is that in this heading, ما جاء في المصورين أي الوعيد الشديد لمن تعاطى ذلك يعني a threat in this, in this the meaning of this header يعني that which has come for the punishment and the threat for the one the severe threat for the one who practices picture making for the one who practices picture making and this uh, may seem like a uh, uh, a chapter which some may believe should not be in Kitab al-Tawheed. But the anger in which وَجُدِ إِدْخَالَ هَذَا الْبَابِ فِي كِتَابَ تَوْحِيدِ 
هو أن مقصود كتاب التوحيد بيان التوحيد الذي خلق الله لعباده أجله and that is that the intent behind uh, authoring Kitab Tawheed, if one focuses and, and reflects on the intent behind uh, the authoring of this book, Kitab Tawheed, you realize that Kitab Tawheed, the intent is the clarification that a Tawheed alladhi khalaq Allahu al-ibad li The clarification of that Tawheed in which Allah has created uh, mankind for it and because of it and also bayanu ma yunafi at-tawhid min ash-shirk al-akbar and also clarifying that which nullifies one's tawhid from the major shirk and likewise bayanu ma yunafi kamal al-wajib min ash-shirk al-asghar and that which negates the perfection of one's uh, uh, tawheed and from the affairs of shirk al-asghar the minor shirk and likewise wabayanu the adhara'il al-muqarraba li-shirk and also clarifying those things that lead to shirk those things and those issues that in itself might not be shirk but it leads to shirk and likewise wabayanu al-wasail al-mawsula ilayhi and clarifying the, the, the avenues that, that, that leads to, to, to this shirk. The avenues that one uh, uh, treads upon that leads to this shirk. And clarifying the uh, discrepant bid'ah, uh, innovation that soils the tawheed. Of that individual. وبيان المعاصي المنقصة للثواب التوحيد. And also in this kitab tawheed is clarifying the sins that reduce and make deficient the reward for the individual's tawheed. And the individual's tawheed will be decreased. The reward of his tawheed will be decreased because of his maasi, because of his sin. فأدخل هذا الباب لأن التصوير معصية. So herein comes the understanding that we must have regarding this chapter ما جاء في المصورين and that is that which uh, the issues pertaining to picture making picture makers is that picture making is from the معاصي. They are from the sins. It is from the sins. So therefore, it is from those actions which uh, weaken an individual's reward. For their tawheed. And it weakens his tawheed. Naam. Even though of course. It doesn't take one out of the fold of Islam. In its essence. But other than. Uh, yani, except if one uh, makes a picture to worship. Yani, he makes a picture in order to worship that picture. This obviously takes one out of the fold of Islam. Naam. But as for the one who just takes the picture with other than that which is connected to al-ibadah, worship, this weakens the person's tawheed and therefore weakens their reward and therefore this shows the importance of this topic fi kitab al-tawheed fi kitab al-tawheed Naam. the first uh, point that we're going to deal with after this muqaddimah is the first narration <coughs> that Sheikh Islam Muhammad Wahab, Rahimullah Ta'ala, 
he mentions in this chapter. And that is Abu Hurairah and the authority of Abu Hurairah, Sahabi al-Jaleel, he said that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama, he said that Allah said, yani it's a hadith Qudsi, woman of them who is more unjust than the one who tries to create tries to create like my creations or my creatures Allah mentions let them create an atom let them create an atom or let them create a grain or let them create a barley corn so in this hadith from the Messenger وسلم, which is a hadith of Qudsi in those, those statements from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have a few points within this text that we want to reflect on العظيم, and that is that the Messenger وسلم, said that, sorry, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said وَمَنْ أَظْلَمْ who is more unjust this is called al-istifham al-inkari or istifhamu lil-inkari wa-nafi. And that is the question of negation. It's a question posed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this hadith Qudsi. But in its essence, it's a negation. Al-istifhamu al-inkari. Woman azlamu. Who is more unjust? Meaning, in fact, la ahad azlamu. We, in reality, Allah is saying in this hadith Qudsi, there isn't anyone more unjust than the one who goes and creates the like of my creation or my creatures. So here, this is istifham al-inkari. Yani, وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مَعْنَهُ لَا أَحَدَ أَظْلَمُ There is no one more unjust than the individual that falls into this. Point number two. And that is a statement in this hadith Qudsi where Allah SWT says, يعني, وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ ذَهَبَ يَخْلُقُ كَخَلْقِ The one that goes and creates his, uh, the likes of his creation or his creatures. And the meaning of this is, مِمَّنْ أَخَذَ يُصَوِّرُ تَسْوِيرًا يُضَاهِ بِهِ خَلْقِ That the one who decides to make a picture or to make uh, an idol or to make a sculpture uh, that will be similar to my creation. This is the most oppressive individual. And as we mentioned previously, that that which is intended here is the individual is contesting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his rububiyyah. Yani, he is contesting with Allah in his rububiyyah by creating, trying to create like Allah creates. And this here is the most oppressive individual, the most unjust individual. And that is why if he does this for this reason. And likewise, the one who makes or a picture or an idol or a stone or a sculpture in order to worship. This is the most oppressive individual. 
goes to create like Allah creates, trying to contest with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Point number three. And that is, Yukhbirullah tabarak wa ta'ala fi hadil hadith al-Qudsi al-lisani nabihi Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam annahu la ahadan azlum minhu alaika al-musawwirin alladhina aradu bitaswihim an yushabihu allaha fi khalqihi. There's no one more oppressive than these individuals. ثُمَّ يَتَحَدَّاهُمُ اللَّهِ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dares them بِأَنْ يَخْلُقُوا مِثْلَ أَضْعَفِ الْمَخْلُقَاتِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this hadith Qudsi has brought examples of the most uh, weakest and minute of his creations and that is the dharrah and that is the dharrah يعني الاتم أحبه uh, a grain أو شعيرة or barley corn. Allah has dared them. I dare you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, saying to create these things. These, the weakest things, the most uh, minute of creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dares those individuals that want to contest with the rububiyah of Allah and his uluhiyah for them to create the grain, create an atom or create a barley corn. Naam. And that, of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is, is Naam. Allah is daring them. Allah is daring them. And of course, they will not be able to. They will not be able to. Naam. So point number four, we just mentioned uh, in general. And that is that this hadith shows the impermissibility of picture making. That is the main ruling that we can take from this hadith. That it shows the impermissibility of picture making, of taswir. Now, ثم قال رحم الله. Then he said after that, ولهما يعني بخاري مسلم عن عائشة رضي الله عنها the hadith of Aisha and the Rasul Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said أشد الناس عذابا يوم القيامة the most severe in, of man or in individuals punished, who uh, received the most severe punished punishments rather, uh, on the day of Qiyamah, the day of standing, الَّذِينِ يُضَاهِئُونَ بِخَلْقِ اللَّهِ Those who, uh, those who will receive the most severe punishment on, the, on, the, on Yawm Al-Qiyamah are those who try to make the like of Allah's creation. Those who try to make the like of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation. Again, showing the impermissibility of taswir, of picture making. Because of its ma'asiyah and its disrespect to the rububi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And eventually, which will, as, as history has proven, leads to the disrespect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his uluhiyah. Naam. Regarding this, Barakallahu Feek, we mentioned this general meaning, and and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala yukhbira, or yukhbiruna, sorry, that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam yukhbiruna Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam na hulaika al-musawirin al-ladina qasadu fi taswirihim mushabahatan mushabahatan mushabahat Allahi fi khalqihi huma shaddu al-nasi adaban yom al-qiyama wa adamhu uqubah. لأنهم أقبح الناس أدبا مع الله وأجرؤهم على محارم الله 
لذا استحقوا ما ذكر من العذاب جزاء وفاقا and that is that Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is informing us he's informing us in this hadith that these individuals that or these picture makers these individuals that picture make with the intent to contest with Allah and make Allah's uh, make a, uh, create like Allah creates subhanahu wa ta'ala that they're the ones who receive the most severe punishment on the day of judgment and the, the most severe retribution because they're the most repugnant and despicable of people due to their disrespect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their, their stupidity their stupidity in being brave with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as it relates to Allah's maharimillah uh, those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made impermissible so so for that they deserved uh, the punishment that is mentioned in the narrations of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam point number 2 after this general uh, explanation of the hadith we mentioned some fawaid some specific benefits that we can take from this hadith. Al-fa'idatul ula, the first benefit, at-taghlidu fi tahrim al-taswir. And that is that a severe, uh, severe, uh, severe, the severity uh, that is connected to uh, the impermissibility of picture making. The severity, yani, as it relates to the text and the word in this hadith, shows the severity of the sin and the severity of the punishment regarding uh, this impermissible act of picture making. And that is that in this hadith, the Messenger وسلم, said, Ashaddu nasi adhaabha. That the most severe adab, the severe punishment, this shows the shidda and the taghlid, the severity and the harshness that has been placed upon the individual who falls into this error and sin of picture making. Al-fa'iratu thaniya, bayanu illati tahrim taswir And in this hadith, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned the reasons why this indivi- these individuals receive will receive that a level of punishment and that is from his statement sallallahu alaihi wasallam alladhina yudahiuna bi khalqillah and that is those individuals who try to make create the likes of Allah's creation and contesting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his rububiyyah in that al-fa'idatu thalitha and that is that the the different uh, that there are different levels of punishment for different levels of sins different levels for punishment on a day of judgment for different levels of sins and this is taken from the clear text here in this hadith where the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said ashaddun nas that the most or the individuals that receive the most punishment. Yani the most punishment, yani more punishment than others. More punishment than others. So therefore this shows the different level of punishment on the day of judgment. 
تفاوت العذاب يوم القيامة بتفاوت الذنوب يعني the levels of punishment will be suited to the level of sins and of course this shows the severity of this action of picture making with the intent of contesting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Rubiya حيث قال صلى الله عليه وسلم أشد الناس عذابا يوم القيامة that the pit the most uh, punished on the day of judgment from the people, Yom Al Qiyamah. They receive the most severe punishment. They receive the most severe punishment. Now, and then we move on Barakalafikum to the next text that Shaykh Al Islam mentions. Rahimullah wa qal wa lahuma an Ibn Abbasin radiyallahu anhuma. سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول كل مصور في النار يجع له بكل صورة صورها نفس يعذب بها في جهنم and this hadith like the others is in Bukhari Muslim and again and Ibn Abbas يعني عبد الله عبد الله Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنه he said that سمعت رسول الله that I heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say يقول كلو كلو مصورين every single picture maker is in a hellfire يجعل له بكل صورة صورها and every these picture makers for every there's two explanations for this hadith the first explanation is number one that يجعل له بكل صورة صورها Nafsun, that every picture with life that this picture maker has made, yani with life that this picture maker has made, uh, which has a soul, every picture will be brought to life and every one of those pictures will punish the picture maker. Every one of those pictures will punish those picture makers. And another state, another explanation of this is... يعني يجعل له بكل صورة صورها نفس and that is that that for every or يجعل له بعدد so for basically the number of pictures that this سلامكم الله these picture makers they make the same number of 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 a creation will come and punish this these picture makers now in the hellfire. So the first explanation or first understanding in this hadith is that every every literal picture that the picture maker has made will be brought to life and and each of these pictures will be punishing the picture maker in the hellfire. And the second explanation is that the amount of picture making the individual has made likewise there will be an amount of um uh, in, an, an individual of these individuals who will punish them according to the amount of picture making that they have done, the amount of picture making that they have done, either or, either or, this is a severe punishment for the picture maker. Now, this is a severe punishment for the picture maker. Now, after this general explanation, being light, Allah, we mentioned some fawaid, some benefits that we can be taken from this hadith. Al-fawaid al-ula. تحيم تصوير ذوات الأرواح 
And uh, this here is a clear proof uh, for the prohibition of picture making with, with those things that have souls. Those things that have souls or, or that have, have life like animals and man, like animals and man. This hadith is a clear prohibition against that. And in this, likewise, it shows the permissibility of taking pictures for of those things that do not have souls or life, like trees and like flowers and like wood and like fruits and like vegetables and like cars and like metal and things that are not from the the creations as such as man or animals now and this is clearly explaining this hadith because the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam says nafsun which is a soul which shows that the impermissible picture is the one of a soul so therefore those uh, creations that do not have souls then it is permissible to take pictures of them the third benefit and that is Al-Qaeda which is a principle well known and well documented in the Quran and the Sunnah in this hadith uh, also is an example of this principle and that is Al-Jaza'u Min Jinsil Amal and that is a re- your reward one's reward is a portion of his action one's reward is a portion of his action yani you get what you deserve you get what you deserve based upon your actions. You get what you deserved based upon your action. And that is uh, taken clearly from this hadith in that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as we said, that each surah, that every picture that the individual has made, uh, there will be a, a soul, that there will be a, a soul that will be created for every single one that they've done, as we mentioned previously, uh, and it will punish them. So the punishment that will be given to this picture-making is a reward and something that he deserved due to his transgression and oppression by picture-making in the dunya. So al-jaza'u min jinsil amal, one gets what they deserve due to their actions. Al-Jaza'u min jins al-Aman You will get a reward based upon or your reward is a portion of your actions. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. Al-Fa'idatul Rabi'ah The fourth uh, uh, benefit and that is a benefit fiqhi that can be taken from this uh, hadith and that is tahrim wa kasbil musawwir and that is that selling pictures or doing business with pictures with that al-arwah, which are pictures of um, the uh, animals or humans with souls and so forth, it is impermissible to sell these things. It is impermissible to make money with these things. It is impermissible to earn these things because لِأَنَّ الْعَمَلِ إِذَا حَرُمَ حَرُمَ كَسْبُهُ because if an action, take this as a principle, if an action, ya ikhwatil kiram, is impermissible, then earning money through that action is impermissible. So here, it's impermissible to do picture making, so therefore, it is clearly impermissible to earn money through picture making now, with those uh, 
تصوير أو pictures of ذات الأرواح ذاته الواح نعم and then the Sheikh رحمه الله تعالى he mentions another hadith and that is again ولهما Bukhari Muslim and Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما Again, from uh, Abdullah ibn Abbas, عنهما, as, as is the previous hadith, marfu'a, raised up to the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, man sawwara suratan fi dunya, kullifa an yamfukha fiha ar-ruh, wa laysa binafikhin. And that is the statement of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and that all picture makers will be in the hellfire. Uh, the Messenger وسلم, he said, sorry, that whoever makes a picture, that whoever makes a picture, man sawwara suratan fi dunya, in this life, will be made and charged with putting it, yani putting a soul in that picture. And he will never be able to do it. And he will never be able to do it. Regarding this hadith, we deal with a few points. The first point is the general understanding of this hadith. And that is Yukhbirun and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is telling us that the one who makes a picture in this dunya, and the picture of that al arwah, those who have souls like animals and humans and so forth, for verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them, make it upon them on the day of judgment that they that they put life and a soul in that picture that they made. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that the musawwur la yastati'u dhalik. La yastati'u dhalik. That the picture maker won't be able to do that. When the makallafahu bithalika ta'jizan wa tawbikhan lahu. And rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has charged them with this to show their weakness and their inability. And also as a, as a, as a form of rebuking them for that action that did wa idharu li hikaratihi wa da'fihi. To show his weakness. And his uh, his his weakness and his his vile level. Why? Because of the act of picture making. And this shows the severity of this action and its impermissibility. Point number two. We're going to deal with some fawaid ya barakallahu regarding this hadith. We're going to mention three. The first of those is tahrim surah Again, this shows the impermissibility of the picture making for those that. Those uh, from a last creation that has souls, yani animals and uh, uh, and humans alike. Now, ثانياً الفائدة الثانية, the second benefit جواز التصوير غير ذات الأرواح. Again, it shows the opposite, and that is the permissibility of taking pictures for other than those um, uh, those from a last creation that have um, uh, souls. Now, other than animals. And humans, yeah, any pictures such as, as we mentioned, fruits, as mentioned trees, agriculture, as we, uh, as we also mentioned buildings and rocks and, and so forth, the mountains, these pictures are permissible from the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, uh, the same benefit as the previous hadith, فَائِدَةُ ثَالِثَةَ الْجَزَاءُ مِنْ جِنْسَ amal, And that is that one's action, uh, one's reward rather, is a portion of... Uh, his action, yani he gets what he deserves. He gets what he or she deserves now. So this uh, hadith, barakallahu feekum, uh, it shows the importance of tawheed, as is the other narrations that we mentioned, and that is that it shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
has made it impermissible to picture take لِأَنَّ ذَلِكَ مُشَابِهَةٌ لِقَلْقِ اللَّهِ and that is that is, is is making resemblance to the creation of Allah, and that is uh, a shirk in the rububiya, uh, the lordship of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. For in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wahda, He Subhanahu wa Taala is the Creator Subhanahu wa Taala, and picture makers are trying to contest that. Now, and then the Sheikh Rahimullah Taala he mentions the hadith this time uh, in Sahih Muslim only. يقول uh, ولمسلم أن أبي حياج قال قال لي علي عند أبي حياج said that علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه said ألا أبعثك ألا ما بعثني عليه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم shall I not debut you or send you on a mission on which I was sent by Allah's Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم so he's saying to Abi Hayyaj that shall I not send you on your mission uh, like the messenger sent me on the mission with the same command that the messenger sent me. Shall I not send you? And then he said to him, Radiyallahu ta'an, Allah tada'a suratan illa tamastaha. And that you should not find uh, a picture except that you deface it. ولا قبرا مشرفا إلا سويته، and there isn't a grave that you see except that you flatten it. يعني a raised grave, a grave that is raised with tombs and so forth, raised except that you flatten it to the level of the ground. Now, so in this hadith, barakallahu fiqum, it shows that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he uh, sent uh, Ali with this command and that is that there shouldn't be a picture except that he's defaced except that it is defaced and there shouldn't be a grave where it's raised with with tombs and so forth except that it is um, level to the ground and in graves that are made high except that it's level to the ground Regarding this hadith, Barakallahu Feekum, after this brief explanation, uh, there are some benefits that we can take from this. Al-Fa'idatul Ula, the first benefit, Wujubu Inkar al-Munkar, and that is the importance of forbidding the evil. And that is that here, and in fact, the obligation of forbidding the evil. And that is here that the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said there shouldn't be a picture that you see except that you deface it. No picture should be left out, showing the obligation of... Uh, forbidding the evil when one has the ability. When one has the ability. And when they should not, and you should not see a grave that is high with tombs and so forth, except that you flattened it to the ground. And he's showing the obligation of of forbidding the evil. The obligation of forbidding the evil when one has the qudra, when one has the ability, as is mentioned in the kalam of Ahlul Ilm, which is not the majal, which is not the time here for us to uh, go into in depth, except that the condition that one should have, that the condition that the, the that is present is that the individual has to have the ability to forbid that evil, which Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu had, and which is why the messenger commanded him to do that.
Al-fa'ilatu thaniya, the second benefit is tahrimu taswir, and that is the main issue here in this chapter, and that is clear oblig- uh, prohibition of picture making. And thalithan, and thirdly, uh, is tahrimu al-bina' al-qubur, and that is the impermissibility of building on graves, and building on graves, and building anything on graves why is that and that is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said wala qabran mushrifan illa sawaita and there is, shouldn't be a grave that you see that is raised high which includes buildings that is raised high which includes tombs as we see today from the brailleries we see today from ahl the ahl that when the, the one that they assume is from the pious dies they raise their graves and build buildings on top of it and this is haram this is impermissible as the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama in this hadith ordered Ali ibn Abi Talib as Ali ordered his student uh, Abi Hayyaj to flatten these graves that have been raised high nam. So it shows its impermissibility, refutation against those who build uh, buildings uh, to raise the graves and so forth. Now, and this is uh, protecting the, the the tawheed and eradicating and distancing uh, the affairs of shirk in in uh, in 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 society. And this year, barakallahikum is the, is what Sheikh Al Islam Muhammad Abdul Wahab rahimahullah taala he did in his da'wah in that he did follow this methodology of the Salaf in keeping the, the graves flat and likewise you find the Dawla to Saudiya and uh, um, the, the the Saudi uh, uh, government when it was initiated this is what Malik Abdul Aziz Rahimahullah Ta'ala Rahmatan Wasiya King Abdul Aziz he, uh, he made an ardent effort to flatten these tombs and these buildings built on the graves and this is why this dawla is dawla to tawheed and it's built upon tawheed based upon the quran and the sunnah awalan firstly and the understanding of the salaf awalan and secondly due to the efforts of the ulama of tawheed from that time to now so we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect the muslim lands from shirk and its likes and also to protect us from being those uh, who fall into the threat and the punishment which is mentioned in this chapter as it relates to picture making. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Hayakumullah.